On the Cross Talk on WIZMI, Mike Hayes. Mitch Fenske has been a, a regular visitor to this program ever since we were talking about farm issues quite a number of months ago. And he said, you know, Mike, that's he sent me an email. You know, that's not really uh, the way it works for a lot of farmers out here. I've, I'm a farmer, and I thought he said Viroqua. <clears throat> Mindoro. And I would love to talk with you about life on the farm so that people have the real idea of how it's going. And ever since then, we get together uh, a first Friday of every month to find out what's life like on the farm. Mitch, good morning. How's it going today, Mike? Pretty well. Uh, you've got new babies on your farm, it sounds like. Yeah, we have quite a few new babies right now. That's awesome. How many calves did you have? Well, do you no, have? We... You didn't have them. <laughs> so we had... Uh... Seven bred heifers or or cows, too, that that were supposed to calve uh, about this time. And, yeah, we just missed the calving window the last time that we talked. But, yeah, we had uh, seven calves within 15 days of each other. Wow. So so that was pretty cool. And so does that mean that you grow your herd by seven, or do you take seven new ones at the bottom because they're babies and and, uh, sell seven old ones at the top because thank you very much time to move on yeah so our herd is pretty young so we're actually gonna keep most of the cows that we have and like i've said before we we bought some land so we have 47 more acres that's going to be all pasture so we kind of need to build the herd but we were unfortunate in that we only had two heifer calves so we have five bulls and then two heifers so Oh. The, the little girls will keep as replacements, and the the boys are going to find uh, either new pastures or end up in someone's freezer. Right. Well, and and how do you decide that? You put the word out to uh, other farms. Is there a, a website or a bulletin board someplace that says, "Hey, I just I got three brand new uh, baby bulls. Anybody interested?" And see what happens. Is yeah. that kind of how it goes? I- well, yeah, I mean, most of it's word of mouth. We we yeah, do a lot of yeah. stuff like on the on the byline, but yeah, we we have people that drive past all the time that you know see what we have out there in the pasture, and every once in a while you get somebody that's like, oh, that 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 bull or whatever that calf we really want. But most of the time, it's uh, you know a local farmer they they see it and you know same kind of deal they want one or and so so that guy ends up going, but. But for the most part, uh, if we don't hear anything back, they'll just you know we'll, they'll get castrated and then we'll we'll have them butchered. Sure, sure. I get, how long does that take? From if you decide if they stay on your farm and uh, you grow them to a butcher size, how long is it before uh, between I was born and now I'm dinner? So I mean it varies, like what with what we do. So we get. We, we do rotational grazing, and we were going to be 100% grass-fed, but we actually got tied up with several local microbreweries. So we get all of their spent brewer's grain, which is a, you know, it helps them out, and it helps us out. Sure. So so because of that, they get this spent brewer's grain. And uh, so we typically are, are finished in, like, 18 months. Wow. Sometimes, sometimes a little bit less than that, but, like, if you were 100% grass-fed, it would take, you know, a little bit longer, usually like 24 months. And then just like the the guys that do, that push the grain hard, they're probably closer to 12 or 14 months. Wow, that's fascinating. Sometimes. Does it, it and yeah. if you have a bull that is 100% grass fed versus one that is partial grass and partial uh, 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 spent hops and stuff, does that change the flavor of the meat or the quality of the meat? Do you sell that 
that uh, bull for more or less money? Yeah, I don't know that it really affects the taste of the meat. The the big ones that do are like, uh, you know, garlic or mustard. I'm sure you've heard before that people uh, that that rotationally graze their their dairy cows that that can really influence the taste of taste the milk. It. Sure, sure, I have heard so that. It's, it's, the, it's the same thing with with meat that way. So like, if you had like wild mustard growing in a pasture, and they're eating a lot of that, then. I mean, you do end up with with a different flavor to the meat. Or, like, I have some mineral that has garlic in it that helps to keep the flies down. So it's like a natural fly repellent. Oh, sure, sure. But but there's there's a 45-day withdrawal on that because it affected the taste of the meat. So you got to wait 45 days after you quit feeding it before you can slaughter. So, uh, so uh, is your farm, you got a happy farm? People on your farm happy? The cows are happy? You got happy cows? Yeah. Yeah, that's the main thing. That's the main that and your wife. So right. Well, that, that you start there. If my wife is happy, yeah. I'm happy. If the cows are happy, my banker will be happy. <laughs> Everybody kind of wins if you play yep. the play the your cards right, huh? Yep. Everybody's winning right now. So well, that's I'm so all that gl- really matters. I'm saying no kidding. And keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. You just heard it from the farmer's mouth. Mitch Fenske farms in Mindoro. His uh, his. Uh, a herd grew by seven. He's going to keep a couple of them and maybe sell a couple of them, and maybe you'll get a Mitch Fenske bull in your future. Hey, Mitch, as always, thank you very much for talking with me this morning. Have a great month. Have a super weekend. We'll do it again.